Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Hello, boys and girls. It is Two Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Outstanding to be with you. Apologize for the delay, slight delay getting on the air today, but we did get her done. We are happy to be with all of you. Thanks for letting us be on board with you. If you would like to find us on the World Wide Web, you can do so. 1029ESPN.com. You go listen live on the Listen Live tab. The stream is there all the time, and it's available thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank. Your opportunity, if you'd like to pick up your phone and call, you can do that as well, 329-1899. All guests join us via the Rankish Brothers RV phone line. Let's take a look at what we have in the show today. Since the season is over, it's time to talk a little bit about a couple legacies. And the legacies of are probably the two best players on the two Montana teams, Saeed Pridget for the Montana Grizzly men's team and Harold Frey for the Montana State Bobcats. We'll start with Saeed, and then at the top of the hour, we'll talk about Harold. We also have our mattress firm student of the week and the chick who doesn't know about sports. So we're still going to do, we're still going to do our Friday deal. Get Carol in here, in here, do the chick who doesn't know sports. So we'll get into that. And we also, our dear friend, David has gone ahead and put together a sports movies bracket for us, which Coulter and I can debate ad nauseum. And I, ha- I, I just know that he's going to reveal these movies and there's going to be two of the eight. I think we're going to do eight of these things that I will just have not seen. Like I, I've 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 never seen. Are you ready? I've never seen Raging Bull. Okay, so I mean I'm not saying that's one of the movies, but like people would be aghast. Like, what do you mean you haven't seen Raging Bull? It's like the greatest mm. sports movie of all time. Yeah, it's old enough now that I think that a lot of people probably haven't seen it. Yeah, maybe because so. it's definitely an it's an older movie. It is. It's not as old as you think though, because it's black and white. I know that much. Sure, that's intentional. It's still an '80s movie though. Right. The '80s was a long time ago at yeah. this point. It I mean, sure was. I mean, God bless We're the both old. Oh, man. We were born in the 80s. So. We, we sure were. I mean, so ask, let me ask you this. Yeah. It would have been blasphemous, egregious, crazy 
Yeah. 10 to 12 years ago, someone said, I've never seen The Godfather. What's that? Right. But I bet you that a lot of people now listening to our show haven't. Yeah, that's probably Because true. things, can, I mean, you, you consume so many pieces of media that influence your life like that when right. you're younger. Because as you grow older, you just don't have as much time. Exactly. You have, I mean, you don't have time to watch multiple films a week. I mean, maybe I do now. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe, maybe you do that's now. The Amen. Well, that's the other thing that's so interesting about sports, right, is we actually used to have a lot more time to watch other things especially if you're living in a rural area like Montana, because you were only, like when we were growing up, I remember watching like the NBA Sunday game of the week sure. on NBC or whatever, but yeah. there wasn't these packages where you can watch every game after yeah, game yeah, after yeah. game after yeah. game. The ability to watch multiple games every night, that's brand new. Right. I and mean, that's only the last couple of years. So a lot of times I remember, you know, being with my pops or being with my parents, you watch the Sunday afternoon game, it's over, and then you pop in a movie. Now yeah. you're like, oh, I got two more games I can watch. Totally. Yeah, you're, that's that's a very good point. Uh, well, and that's what I'm into, you know. And I told you earlier today. I just realized this made this put me in a better mood. I have probably a thousand hours of football on my DVR at the house, <laughs> and half of that I still haven't watched it. You know, I've recorded, you know, whatever it is, SMU and UTEP. So I got to go see what happens in that football game now, and I can go back and watch it as if it's the first time because I don't know what happened. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we can still, we'll get through this together, people. We certainly will get through this. Anyway, I uh, hope everybody is well out there uh, on a Friday. By the way, even though we are not in Missoula, we are still drinking coffee. And when we get back to Missoula, we are going to drink coffee at the Florence Coffee Company. So if it is Friday, you've, it's, been a, it's been a long week, people. It's been a long, hard week. Get yourself some caffeine. Feel better about it. Go to the Florence Coffee Company. They sponsor our Florence Coffee Company coffee break every Friday. Take a little sip right here. The Joseph and uh, uh, think of uh, Florence and appreciate them. So Florence Coffee Company kiosks all over Western Montana. You're probably right next to one right now. You might as well just go in there and get yourself a little beverage. Coulter, let's talk about a couple of players. We'll start with Saeed Pridget. And Saeed Pridget, his career comes to a close, and it's so so bizarre the way uh, you know that all of these seniors and we talked yesterday well is there was it even possible that a you know an extension another year of eligibility could be granted or something like that i mean it seems that that is 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 a long long shot uh to happen and Saeed does not get the opportunity to finish this off and when we talk about now the legacy of Saeed Pritchett mm-hmm. at the University of Montana mm-hmm. there's some things that are are really i mean really amazing and really impressive about what he's done and yet the fact that he didn't get a chance to cement his place with his team, because even though he went to the last two NC2A tournaments and was, he was the leading scorer on the Grizzlies last year. And a first-team all-league guy. Nobody's going to say that it, that it wasn't Bobby Moorhead and Michael Ogine and Ahmad Rory's team. That, and, and, and certainly Saeed's too. But like it was his show this year. And at the end of the day, the Grizzlies lost three of their last four games and did not win the league in the regular season. Right, and I don't think that is—I don't think that is a huge reflection, or you know, on on Saeed or the legacy or whatever. But I do think that now that it becomes the last thing that happened, it it's sort of like whoa, what a what a bummer that is. Right, but a kid who scored sixteen hundred seventy nine points. Fourth most, I mean, it's remarkable that he's the fourth leading all-time scorer in Grizzly history. I think it's as, as revealing about the program and the consistent culture of the program as it is about the, the college from Saeed Bridget, too, right? Yeah. The 1,679 points is a decent amount of points, but that's, it's, not, it's not in the top 15 in the history of the Big Sky Conference. Right. And 
I think when you see the guys he's played alongside, he has played against five of the six leading scorers in the history of the league. Right. You look across the mountain, even. Harold Frey scored more points than the Cypress, even though Harold Frey played with the all-time leading scorer in the history of the conference. Good point. But it also just shows you, at Montana, I mean, there's only one 2,000-point scorer at Montana. There's, I believe, I guess Damian Lillard is just shy of 2,000 at Weber State, but there's four 1,900 and change scorers at Weber State. Right. It, it just shows you just how at Montana, it's oh, it's almost never been a one-man show. Right. It, it, exactly. Well, and the idea that Saeed Pritchett was the leading scorer his junior year on a team with Michael Ogin and Ahmad Rory in particular is a, is a pretty remarkable thing. It is, but it also is another example because he only averaged about 16 points per game. Exactly. Right, because the leader team in scoring usually it's 20. Exactly. I mean, it's not it, – it, 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 that's exactly right. And that's the thing is that he led the team in scoring and would have been, I mean, probably the what, what people would say probably the third best player on that team. Make, you know, I don't know. And maybe, maybe I, I don't know. I'm going to see her rank who's, you know, who's the best or whatever. Boy, we are, because we are going to talk about his legacy, and those guys are amongst the conversation. Of well, the certain greatest greats, right? So he passes, he passed, by the way, both both of those guys, Maud Rory and, and Michael Ogine, in scoring. And I guess the other thing, too, to me, here's the, the best thing that I think I can say about Saeed's legacy as a Grizzly, mm-hmm. is that he he had the patience to wait his turn, despite having tremendous drive and frankly of very good skills. I mean he was he had the ability to play very early on and he didn't really until his sophomore year. And then he played even even what even as a leading scorer on the team as a role player, so so to speak, on those two teams until his senior year. And then he transitioned yet again and did so beautifully into being a leader on and off the floor as, you know, the sort of alpha senior on a team that had a bunch of young kids playing on it this season. And you and I have talked quite a bit about how just remarkably pleasantly surprised we've been at his ability to do that because we didn't know what his leadership style would be, what it would be like to have him be, you know, the seat, the only senior on this team that's been at Montana for all four years and, 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 and all that. And yet he was able to do it and do it really well. And Montana, I like, think, was far better than people maybe thought that they were going to be coming into this season. I think a ton of it has to do with him. So the, the fact that he wasn't like Ahmad Rory, the great basketball player, but he was nothing but just the, 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 you know, the, 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 the perfect point guard, his whole career, just get out there, play great defense, run the show, great pace and all that. And he was just that guy every single time out, which is part of why he was great. The consistency of it. Saeed Pridget really had to evolve at multiple different times, doing multiple different things on the floor, and especially then in his role on the team, and basically hit the mark every single time. And I think that's to his absolute credit that he did it. It is unfortunate. His legacy, though, is also is not it's not going to be forgotten. I wouldn't say, but it is. It's not going to be stamped in a way that it would have been stamped if Montana had gone out and and won the Big Sky Conference tournament and gone to another big dance. And then you go, oh my goodness, he's the guy who did it three years in a row and his last year with a bunch of freshmen on that team and they pulled it off and they they went. Now who knows if that would have happened. I actually my best guess is that it would I, I don't think it would have happened, but I would have loved to see it ha- see see it go, see it see what it would have looked like. Uh, I think that Northern Colorado it, if I was going to pick the team that I think would have gone to the big dance, I would pick Northern Colorado to do it. They're the best team I think that I saw this year. But, as we know, in a one-game scenario, all that stuff, who knows what could happen. And certainly Montana had the, uh, the, the, 
the, the team to do it. They were one of the teams that, that certainly could have done it. And if he would have done it, that would have been that would have cemented a lot of things that now just get left open and undone. You know, Coulter, the online world is complex, and it's even the more complex when you have a business that's online. And let's be honest, every business is online in this day and age. How nice would it be if you had a company that could help you make your business demands simpler and the approach easier to understand while also making it secure? One of the great books ever written, Eric Hoffer, The True Believer, one of the thesis in this book is man of ideas and men of action. Sometimes the men of ideas need men of action. We need help. We need help with all of the logistics of technology. Boy, do we. I got nothing but ideas, and I got no clue how to do any of this other stuff. So that's why you call our friends at Blackfoot. Blackfoot Communications are your men and women of action. When your business online needs help, needs security, and needs to, frankly, just stay functioning. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. Ensure that your company is online all the time. Get the people of action from Blackfoot Communications. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. I think that twofold. One, I think that to truly appreciate Saeed Pridget as a player, you had to have watched almost all of his career. Because right. so many guys that are so memorable, you can point to this one moment where they rose to the occasion mm. that is so memorable. Will Cherry in the Big Sky Conference tournament yes. two years in a row, shutting down Damian Lillard. You don't have to have ever seen Will Cherry play any other time. You can point to that and say that's one of the all-time greatest moments in greatest history. Mm-hmm. Anthony Johnson was a phenomenal scorer for two years after transferring from a junior college. But all you need to remember is the 42. championship yeah. game against Weber State. Yeah, That makes him an all-time great. Michael Ray Richardson. I mean, Number four overall pick in the NBA draft. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Larry Kristoviak, 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds. You don't ever have to have seen him play. He's the only guy in league history with that. Playing the NBA for a decade plus. So you, just, you just know without actually having to watch him. Right. Pridget, he, I, can't, I can't point to the one huge shot that he put, made. Right. Or the one crazy highlight real play that he made. But if you watched him all the time, which we got the pleasure to sit there and watch him, I think it was 41 home games over the last three years that we got to watch him play in. You ha- it's, the, it's the little things. where he, It's when he would take over a game. It's not necessarily how, because he's an incredibly fundamentally sound guy who makes layups. That's what he does. He winds his way all the way right. through the paint and kisses it off. The glass. And he's not going to do the backside alley-oop dunk where he almost hits his face on the rim like Michael Ogina. He's not going to have the step back, cross you over, embarrass you like Ahmad Rory. There's so many guys that have different things that are so much more, I guess, spectacular. Yeah. But Pridget is so consistent. And that, that's where I think that maybe he is a little bit underrated. I think the other part that's going to play into his legacy so much is what does this team become? There's no question that Derek Carter Hollinger idolizes Saeed Pridget. Mm. We talked to DCH a couple weeks ago. I guess it was last week leading yep. up to senior. And he said, yes, yeah, Saeed has taken me under his wing. He tells me I'm like him. He tells me to stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. And that's yeah. what Saeed Pridget did better than anybody. I mean, make no mistake, like, Michael Ogine was a phenomenal teammate, one of the awesome Grizz personalities that we've seen for a long time. But a guy like Ahmad Rory, he had to really buy in. To his credit, he did. But a lot of times he wasn't that happy about it. Yeah. Because he's an alpha. That's what he wanted to be the man. And he was not really given a chance to be the man. That's the other thing about Pridget, though. 
all, a lot of the guys we're going to talk about that have came through Grizz basketball over the last decade, which is a testament to the program as a whole over the last decade that so many of the great players in the program's history have come just in the last 10 years. Yeah. But Pridget got a chance to be the man. Very few of these other guys did. Even Will Cherry had to play with Kareem Jamar, with Matthias Ward. Kareem Jamar and Saeed Pridget are the only two guys over the last 10 years that got a chance to be the man yeah. at Montana. So that, that comes with give and take, right? Kareem Jamar went out and won two MVPs. Kareem Jamar went to the NCAA tournament. Saeed Pridget didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah. So in terms, I mean, I guess we're going to get into his legacy in terms of where he ranks among all-time Grizz greats. He's the fourth all-time leading scorer in program history. That is a big number for sure. I also think his buy-in can't be uh, overlooked. But I also think that there's a lot of other things that go into what make you memorable, what make you endearing, what make you, you a, a quote-unquote fan favorite. I think he's there. He's in the conversation. But there's other guys that I think maybe don't have quite the statistical accomplishments that Site Pritchett has that I'd still put on my, my, my all-time Grizz team, my Mount Rushmore of all-time Totally. Grizz. And I, I guess part of the question when you talk about legacy is, what is legacy? I mean, if it's sure. just numbers, then it's not an interesting conversation. And, right. And so, you know, legacy is 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 about, especially in, in basketball, but it's about the moments, I think, in a lot of ways. Like what, you know, when you score 42 points and whatever it was, 24 in a row, and, and, and do a single-handedly bring your team back and go to the dance, you know, all that, that sort of stuff. Um, if you have a moment like that, then, then it just lives on forever, and that over time stands out so much more than than the other stuff. And it's interesting to me that Saeed Pridget, we we talked about this before too. What what's what's Saeed Pridget the best at? Like in terms of his basketball skill set, what he's best at is his feel around the rim, his his ability to finish, yeah, and like things like his footwork, things right. like his ability as a as a guy quote-unquote a big, but a guy playing down low at times to pass. That's not stuff that people, that, that, that fans are going, wow, did you, see, did you see him take a slight step to the left so he could get an angle? Like Nobody appreciates that, and so the stuff that he's really good at doesn't have the impact that it, that it would for some other guys, like you said, well, we all see Michael Ogine 11 feet in the air going, how is this possible? Within the hour, we'll have a site for Profile. We had worked on two profiles on Site Frigid and Harold Frey, the two yeah. great seniors from Montana that we had planned on printing yesterday morning before the tournament got canceled. That alterated, alter, altered our tournament coverage vastly, yeah. obviously, at SkylineSportsMT.com. But we'll have one on Site up in a little bit. We have one on Harold Frey up. One of the quotes that didn't make it into the story that I think is really interesting that Travis Kier said, this is very much to your point. He said, One thing I think that separates him from every other score I've ever seen in this league that I've coached or coached against is that he can slow the pace, and that's because he, to him, the game comes slower than any player I've ever recruited. He said, or he, he, he comes he, faster so he can see it and slow it down more. It, 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 he sees bodies moving. Most guys are reluctant to pass. Most guys are reluctant to wait. They want to shoot into double teams and triple teams. Saeed never does that. He never forces it. He's so good at manipulating the second and third defenders to find the open guy and he makes the game come to him. That's him in a nutshell. Yeah. And I think you have to have a nuanced way of watching basketball to understand that. Right. Michael Ogine is one of the fastest and most athletic players that I have ever seen in my life. His vertical leap is, is outstanding. I mean, it's unbelievable. He, yeah. uh, the strength coach told us he has a 47-inch vertical. He never His endurance, he never got tired. But he would often play the game too fast mm-hmm. and out of control. His athleticism was 
so second to none that it didn't really matter most of right. the time. But Pridget, I think if you don't really know what you're watching, he does play the game slow. But that's what makes it so uniquely beautiful. Well, and it's not because he's not fast. It's not because he's not athletic. Right. It's because this is he understands basketball. How often have we seen you know, even guys like Jarek Harding, Trayvon Allen, Ahmad Rory, guys, when they get out in, on the break, they're going full speed at the hole. They're so fair. Jordan Davis was the best at this. Right. He's flying at the hoop a million miles per hour, slapping the glass, and then just getting destroyed. Right. And he's flying into the side of the hoop. Right. That never happens to Pridgett. When Pridgett's on the break, he just gets there, and then he just one, two, ones you with his Euro step, bam, well, off the glass. And he almost never gets knocked to the ground. I mean, take a guy like, like Harden. Right with the with with the Houston Rockets, James Harden. He's you know, I know that he's got different people think different things about him as a player, but he's he's as good a score as good an individual score as there is in basketball. But he also, when you watch him, you go, has he even woken up yet? Is he even out of bed? Like he's barely moving up and down the floor, and that's because he's in complete control of what he's doing on the floor, not because he's not giving effort or not because he's you know, unable to run faster up the floor than uh, than he actually is, and I think Saeed Pridget has a lot of that in that, of a lot of that in him. But Coulter, when it comes to, by the way, two tell Nuanas, one of two nine ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Happy to be with you on this Friday afternoon. We are going to get to our Magic Firm Student of the Week here in just a moment, but just to finish up this conversation about about uh, Saeed Coulter. Ultimately, it is all done now. Right, and even though he, you, you obviously he's not going to be faulted for the way things ended because it's out of everybody's control. Are you leaving me? <laughs> you just what are you doing over there, Navigal? Oh, you're good. You're, you're talking. Running, you're, I'm trying to ask you a question. I'm listening. Okay. So when you talk, I'm about, always listening. When you talk about where he is, what he does as a player and what his legacy is, where is he ultimately for you at the University of Montana? Not necessarily ranking him like, well, he's, to me, the number eight guy in the legacy, but what when people say, what is Saeed Pridget as, as, an, as, a, as a career at the University of Montana, you're going to say what? Well, I think the one, the most impactful quote of the story that I got from Travis DeCure said, he's rare, and we, we, we should be grateful for guys like him who come and buy in and compete for four years and finish on top because it just doesn't happen anymore. His ability to evolve has been impressive, and also waiting his turn, knowing late in the year he was gonna need, we were going to need the most out of him, that's what's truly made him special. I think that's the thing that, you know, the, the ending is disappointing from a team perspective, and I think that it does impact his legacy. But as far as where he ranks in Grizz history in terms of beloved guys, there's so many intangible factors that go into that as well, right? Yeah. Like it or not, if you're from Montana, it, it just makes you a little bit more beloved, especially the guys that were from Montana that played for other guys from Montana. A guy like Sean Samuelson, who came from Broadus, Montana, and left the program as the seventh all-time league scorer and the fourth all-time league rebounder, was the captain of a team that wasn't supposed to win the league and then went to the NCAA tournament, and then played national champion Kentucky back in 1996. That guy is just has a special place in Grizz history just yeah. because of his backstory. You got like Kevin Criswell who walks on the Cole Strip Combine. You know, he walks on out of Cole Strip. No one believes he can play. He goes through a couple coaching changes. John holds Pat Kennedy. Then all of a sudden he ends up with Larry Kostowiak. 
and he ends up as one of the only 1,600-point scorers in the history of the school, and he has epic moments on his senior night, and he gets to play in the NCAA tournament, not only play in the NCAA tournament, but win in the NCAA tournament. Some of those stuff is earned. Some of that stuff is just part of the story. Being from a tiny town like Colstrip, okay, but it goes into your legacy. A guy like Kristoviak from Shelby, who then moves to Missoula, and then has the NBA career, too, to fortify it. I mean, so those three guys that I just named are three of, of them on my all-time team. I also got Delvon Anderson because I think that people that were around that group of guys in the late 80s under Stu Moore, the early 90s under Blaine Taylor. And I've never heard Travis DeKear tell me anybody was a bigger alpha or a leader to him. Yeah. Except Delvon Anderson. Right. So I think that, I mean, he's Delvon Anderson is the, the only Grizz over the last 30 years to win Big Sam MVP besides Kareem Jamar. Kareem Jamar won two. MVP. So he's got to be on the list as well. So to me, my team right there is Kristoviak, Criswell, Sean Samuelson, Delvon Anderson, Kareem Jamar, and then the last one, regardless of what you think of the reputation he had after he was at the University of Montana, it's got to be Michael Ray Richardson. For sure. Uh, by the way, Larry Kristoviak, number one all-time scoring, Michael Ray Richardson, number two, Bob Cope, three, and Saeed Pridget, number four. I mean, that's remarkable, especially for all the other things that he does well. to still have risen to that point on that scoring list. Is uh, amazing and an outstanding career for sure. We'll talk uh, about Harold Frey's legacy at the top of the hour. But next, time for our master's firm, Student of the Week, a Marcy Jenk. She is from Great Falls. And are you ready for this? I like this girl. She's an artist. So we will get to her. David, in fact, interviewed her for us uh, since we were out of town. So we will get uh, to her right after this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. And we head off to the Rangage Brothers RV phone line, where I am joined by Great Falls High senior Amaris Jenkins. Amaris, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. So you're a painter. Tell us how you got into painting. Um, my mom really enjoys painting, and she's always done it even since before I was born. So I kind of just grew into it. So you wanted to do something fun with your mom. That's very nice. What are some of the early pieces that you guys did together? Um, she liked to do more cartoony stuff, so like Disney princesses, stuff like that. And I like to do nature scenes and flowers, a lot of floral. What's your favorite flower? My favorite flower? I'd say like a lily. Is that also your favorite favorite flower to paint? Yeah, 
they're so interesting because no matter what you do, um, you can use a technique called stippling where you just use a whole bunch of fine dots. And there's also really cool lines within the lilies to draw with. That's very cool. That's very cool. So it says you've been competing in art exhibits since you were a sophomore. What do you remember about that first art exhibit? It was at the local contemporary art museum in Great Falls, the Paris Gibson Square Museum of Art. And it was during, um, it was towards the end of the year, and it featured all types of student artwork from K to 12. And I was very honored. And I was like, well, we got to go. I want to see my art up there. (laughs) Of course. I brought my friends and family. What was your piece that year? It was a portrait of a lady from a magazine done with graphite. That's very cool. That's very cool. So how do you think you've grown as an artist since then? I started going to more art receptions that weren't just for me. I go to all the art receptions at the Paris Gibson Square. Um, I do a lot more art, and I teach art. So you teach art. What do you enjoy about teaching art? I see here that you volunteer in your free time at Longfellow Elementary. Tell us about that. I enjoy seeing what future artists are going to be and what inspires them. I like seeing the designs they create and how they think. What inspires you? I like a lot of nature and people. How people think inspires me. That's very cool. That's very cool. So I read here that your your piece this year is is of moths. Am I getting that right? Yes, uh, Cercopia moth. Tell us about that. Where did the inspiration for that come from? So this past summer, I volunteered at a Boy Scout camp, and... There was, there was this huge moth, and it's like the biggest moth that I'd ever seen, and I always want to remember going to that camp and all the memories that I made there, so I was like, I will make that moth. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it says here that you want to become a professional artist. What's next for you after you graduate from Great Falls High? Next, I plan on moving to Oregon and going to Pacific Northwest College of Art. That's very cool. That's very cool. So are you going to study painting specifically? I'm, I'm unclear at the moment, but something that looks really intriguing to me is illustration, maybe making books, children's books, because I think that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. That's very cool. So what other what other art forms do you dabble in besides painting? I do a lot of drawings and um, graphic design I do a little bit of. There's an exhibition here in town called the Urban Art Project, 
where there's 11 windows downtown. And for the past two exhibitions, I've made the poster and um, flyers for that exhibition. That's very cool. So do you have a a dream of having your own piece in one of those windows someday? Yeah, I um, I just had one in the last exhibition. Oh yeah, and, what um, was that? It was um, it was called "Thank You, Emma Goldman," and it was based on birth control methods because I think that's just a great thing to have for women today, and how we overcome everything and have a choice. We have a choice that we can do that. Amaris Jenkins. Great Falls High, senior and our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, as well as an up-and-coming artist. Be on the lookout for her work. Thank you so much for joining us, Amaris. Yeah, thank you for having me. You know, Coulter, the online world is complex, and it's even the more complex when you have a business that's online. And let's be honest, every business is online in this day and age. How nice would it be if you had a company that could help you make your business demands simpler and the approach easier to understand while also making it secure? One of the great books ever written, Eric Hoffer, The True Believer. One of the theses in this book is man of ideas and men of action. Sometimes the men of ideas need men of action. We need help. We need help with all of the logistics of technology. Boy, do we. I got nothing but ideas, and I got no clue how to do any of this other stuff. So that's why you call our friends at Blackfoot. Blackfoot Communications are your men and women of action. When your business online needs help, needs security, and needs to, frankly, just stay functioning. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. Ensure that your company is online all the time. Get the people of action from Blackfoot Communications. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. Well, it is a Friday, and even though we are still in Boise, Idaho, we're not going to fail you, the people, or certainly Carolyn's fans. The chick who doesn't know sports. Doing it once again on this Friday afternoon, thanks to the Iron Grizz. Hello, Carolyn. How are you? I'm good. Um, did you say Carolyn's fan or fans? You know, I did. I think I added an S on there, but oh. maybe I shouldn't have. I don't, probably yeah. one dedicated person, right? I think I have like one. Okay. I mean, well, and I appreciate good. whoever it is. Uh, yes, I know that you do. You love your fan. You yes. do it for your fan. Yes. Uh, Carolyn uh, brings us uh, some sports news and doesn't know much about sports, and I'm interested to hear you talk about sports when there's no sports happening this week. Carolyn, what do you got for us? Well, not much. Um, yeah, right. I mean, obviously, everybody knows what's going on with the coronavirus canceling things. Um, but I want to talk about a, a particular NBA player that really chapped my hide this week. Okay. Okay. His name, Rudy Gobert. Did I say that right? <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Ah, I was going to say Gobert. We're all very well aware of the, of the microphone touching, yes. I mean, that was so stupid. And that's really all I, I, mean, I have to I say. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, it... <laughs> Great preparation you've done Amazing. this week, Carolyn. Yeah, Outstanding. <laughs> you know, was it stupid? Maybe so. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't know. 
This is like a week and a half ago. He was just playing around, trying to have a laugh. Uh, and do, do we really think that that was the thing that caught him, the coronavirus, was touching the microphones? No, absolutely and, not. I, I, I would, yeah. I think karma was the thing. That karma. He, yes. <laughs> good point. Exactly. A good point. He did apologize, by the way, because he does look like an idiot in this, yeah. in this scenario. There's no doubt about that. Rumors. But also, I don't know. Why are you so upset with him, though? Because I just think it's stupid. Like, we need to be taking care of each other and not making light of this national crisis. You know, it's not entirely clear that you didn't make light of it as you said it. <laughs> um, I heard a rumor that he might be suspended from the NBA for this. I don't know if it's true, though. Well, that's good. Start the rumor mill now. All I right. Mean, uh, very good. My fan good. will for- tell other people. What else do you have for us, Carolyn? Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Mark Cuban because he's paying all the hourly workers um, that will be affected by this, you know, the suspension of NBA games. He's still going to pay them. And I hope other um, owners follow suit and take care of all of the people that, you know, work for them, not just the players. That is a very nice thing. Here's what I want to know. This is for both of you. If you were in a situation where you were, you know, like an hourly employee and you're still getting paid, but you're not working, would you attempt to find more work and double dip and like try and like oh, yeah. do it like that? Or would you just go, hey, you know what? Paid vacay for the next month. I'm good. Well, I don't have anything else to do, so I would definitely go try to find something work. <laughs> oh, my God. I would sit around and do nothing and love it. Yes, I do, Carolyn. Like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> Bring on the Netflix. Yeah. There is a lot to watch. So speaking of sitting around, on a serious note, you're a mom, Carolyn. Yeah. You have children that go to school, at elementary school, I guess middle school at this point, or whatever they call it these days. What, is there any updates on that? I, I heard that they might be canceling or going remotely or spring break after spring break. They might close the schools down. What's the update on the school, the non-high schools in Missoula? So we received a high school, uh, sorry, we received a phone call last night that they are not planning to close schools after spring break, but that could change. I mean, I think people are going to be traveling and things are going to be happening. Everything seems to ha- happen so quickly. So the Hellgate Elementary has has trained the teachers to teach online and all of the kids have Google classroom. And, um, so they're prepared to go to an online teaching if needed. Okay. So we'll, we'll see. I, you know, I told my kids that if they don't take it seriously, if this happens and, you know, do the work that's assigned to them, they'll be going to school through July. And that seemed to scare them. So more than the coronavirus. <laughs> Parenting through fear, Carolyn. Outstanding work. Listen, I got to hit them where it hurts in that summer break, okay? Yeah, right. You've taken away some of that summertime. Right. What is your thoughts on summer break? What do you mean? I mean, I know a lot of parents that are like, no, let's just have more week or two long breaks, no more summer break, go to school year round. Oh, um, no, I love summer break. My kids are old enough now that I don't have to pay for daycare and stuff like that. So I'm not, I understand when your kids are little and you've got, now you've got to pay for camps on top of everything else. But I say bring on summer break. I love it. Do you feel like they get more dumb during the summer? Do they get more done? Dumb. Oh, dumb. He didn't actually say it right. Do they get dumber 
He used the words more dumb to say the thing. It was the joke. It's an ironic deal. Um, No, I don't think they do, but my kids are brilliant, so what are you going to do? Right. How could they possibly get dumber? Well, it is a nice gesture by Mark Cuban, though, to uh, come full circle on this. He certainly got the the pockets to do it, but nonetheless, uh, that, that is a good thing, especially when, I mean, they've suspended play for like 30 days so far, but we don't actually know how long this will last. I mean, it's, it's uh, kind of up in the air. So he's putting himself out there a little bit with that, which is uh, good for him. You got anything else for us here I, today? I do. Um, so I know a lot of people, especially your listeners, are probably thinking like, what are we going to watch without sports on TV? Oh, you know, this and, is your wheelhouse right here, Carolyn. Like you, you're, you, you've been watching all these things the whole time, anyway. This so yes, yeah, help them. This has been research. Um, well, first yeah. and foremost, I was trying to find other sports that maybe like people could watch or participate in without spreading germs. And really, the only thing I came up with was turtle racing. So I don't know if you have a turtle, if your friends have turtles, maybe do that. Um, but more importantly, you can just cut that. Uh, more importantly, I think people need to be watching The Real Housewives. It's on Hulu. Um, Love is Blind on Netflix. I mean, we're going to have some time on our hands, and we're not going to have sports. What is, what is Love is Blind? I've never heard of it. Well, it is a um, reality show about couples looking for love, but they want an emotional connection. So they meet through... They don't meet in person. They they talk through walls and they really get to know each other. And then if they propose and agree to get married, then they can meet. And then they get whisked off to Cancun where it gets real. So you think it's better to meet somebody through a wall, that you get to know them better with a wall in a way? I don't, but, you know, these... Producers of Love is Blind seem to, and it's been quite a ride. Okay. <laughs> so if you're... I, you know, wish, I wish sports were on. I can't believe there's no March Madness, <laughs> and this just made me even more depressed if that's my other option. Um, we could go back to reading. You could, could read. go back to reading. I guess. Yeah, well, I do like to read, and I will continue to do just that. And probably play solitaire on my thing. I probably will not be watching Love is Blind. Or you will be. All right. I guarantee neither one of the people in this hotel room are going to be no, watching any no, of that. No. Well, 100%. Ryan will probably re- rewatch the Super Bowl. So you've got that. I do. A. <laughs> I got. I have. I have like a thousand hours of football on my DVR yeah. and a bunch of games I haven't watched yet. I haven't watched any of them, including well, the Super Bowl. There you go. But. <laughs> Love is blind. Uh, Add that to your queue. Carolyn, I guess thank you for this. I don't know if that's if I feel like it's a thank you, but I guess it's a thank you today. We appreciate you being with us as always on a Friday. The chick who doesn't know sports. Carolyn, brought to us by the Iron Grizz. We're friends with the Iron Grizz over there at the University Golf Course. Phenomenal bistro, pub. You can get beer and wine and uh, tremendous food as well all the time over there. Not this Wednesday because they they. Postponed, postponed this, yes. okay. But they do have wine tastings each Wednesday, uh, which are a fantastic thing to go attend as well, right, Coulter? Yep. And this this week was supposed to be the Pinot Noir wine tasting. Yeah. They will just delay it, so we'll be it will be back. We'll let you know 
when it is back. You can listen to Two Tell Nuanas here, or you can listen on the U1045 FM as well for information about each Wednesday wine tasting. Yep. If you do want to go, it's $15 a head, and you get to have five to seven glasses, and sometimes there's some snacks, too, to cleanse your palate, whether it's cheese or crackers or whatever it might be. The pairings. Exactly. But this Wednesday, it won't be happening, but it doesn't mean you can't go there. They have delicious food, a great new menu that they just rolled out. This is something really cool, actually. It's the only place in town that I've seen, at least, where they fill your beer up from the bottom. Oh, yeah, the bottom fill. Oh, cool. How and about they that? Fill, they, fill, they put the cup on there, and it's like a reverse tap, so it pours it without having to have the head on the beer. It's, uh, it's quite the science. I don't really know the science behind it, but it's fun to watch, and uh, either way, the beer is going to be delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Iron Grizz, located next to the University of Montana Golf Course, 515 South Avenue West. It's a great place for you and your family. So if you want to bring your kids, too, it's a great place to run around outside. You can make s'mores. Iron Grizz right next to the University of Montana Golf Course. Carolyn, thank you as always. You've done fantastic work yet again. We appreciate you. <laughs> Miss you guys. I'll see you next week. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. And they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold. Or visit online anytime, anywhere, MSU Bookstore. Dot org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.